On this week's Dude Soup, a research firm predicts a decline in PC gaming in the next five to seven years. Could this be a bunch of hornswoggle? Possibly. Also, Sonic the Hedgehog movie released a new trailer today. Woof. We'll talk about that and more on this week's Dude Soup. That's cool because there was a moment where people were, you saw the mouse cursor going towards the X, <laughs> and then you went Sonic, and it came. There's oh. all right. Okay. I'll stick around. I'll listen this. to this hornswoggle, <laughs> and then I can hear you talk about the spinning blue creature. Yeah. How did it, one of his spines quills come out? It, it never happens. happens. It never happens. You just can't Rings see fall out because they're pixels, and you have to. He's Wait, real. Did that happen in the trailer? Yeah, they were yeah. holding up one of his like magical okay, irritated. Well, <laughs> Sorry, she didn't no, want to talk okay, about it. No, it's okay. We'll get to I do want to talk. I desperately want to talk about it first. But this, I feel like on this podcast, it's like, you know, topic in the streets and then banter in the sheets oh, sort I of see. deal yeah, where we I have to you. do mm-hmm. a topic that, even though Sonic is the topic that's going to bring people I was in. Say, yeah, mm-hmm. you think the other topic is going to No, be- I don't. Mm-hmm. I just put it here. So we have something. To bef- we have to have something before we get to Sonic. Anyway, sure. I'm Elise talk. Willems. Thanks for watching. I'm joined today by Lawrence Sontag. Hello. Adam Kovic. I'm in here, spirit only. <laughs> He's astral protecting. And James Willems. Hello. A uh, resident Sonic Sonic aficionado. Thank you. I live in Sonic's house. Since we're getting into cinematic discussion, mm-hmm. right off the top here as we planned. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think that everyone in Last Skywalker will be astral projected, including the audience? Sure. No, no, I don't think we'll see any more astral projection. I think there'll be one more. It'll be the kid with the broom. Oh, well. No at the end. Then. No thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. Thank okay. you. Okay. We should get back to that, though, in Sonic discussion. Um, and now for <laughs> the filler topic. All right. <laughs> Hit him off the top. Um, it's a good topic. I'm, I'm interested. You, we did, can, you did research and put a doc together. You can make I a great headline. There's no way you could have known Sonic was uh, dropping. Why? You guys, your body language is very defensive right now. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's because of the fucking seats. Yeah. It's fine. You just engage the core like Sonic did. I, I just want to get comfortable. PC Ninety, 90 degrees. Yeah. Ninety right? degrees is not the natural it's, shape of the spine. It's either it's either like this, or then I go like yep. this, and then I immediately want to go back up. Yep. I don't know what to do. I would say this is a topic that topic that applies to Funhouse, because I'd say we're a predominantly PC centered channel. Bruce doesn't know what a console is. I tried to explain it to him once. He had no idea. He, he has a few inbox in his apartment. I think he called it TV computer. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, that's um, ironically what it is, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, and before we get there, thank you to our sponsors today. Bespoke is giving 20% off their subscription box. Fleur, another 20% off samples to our listeners. And Com uh, is giving uh, listeners 25% off. And I'll, I'll get to, you, to them later in the show, tell you where you can get those deals at. Um, but let's get right into the meat. Of today, okay? Sure. And that's wondering whether consoles will overtake PC gaming in the 2020s. <sighs> a, uh, go, go oh, no, I was going to say, I thought they already did. I thought it was a thing. And then, then Russia and China opened up its doors. Yeah. Well, that doesn't and, count. You can't no. count that. So story. not counting <laughs> to the biggest or uh, to the biggest consumer countries, I guess, in the world. Are there more console players? I always thought PC was sort of niche. niche. Well, anyway... Because um, it, it is kind of a hard thing to get into. But. Currently, by Hexus.net has some Statista numbers. <laughs> None oh. of those sentences mean anything. Sure. Dave Statista? It's just, yeah, it's they all techno babble. Es- they fine. do estimate that there are around 1.3 billion active PC gamers in the world right now. Okay. They could be walking among us. Now, what, what does that mean, though? Someone that owns a computer? 
PC gamers. Yeah, but what what is the their game yeah. on a PC? Yeah, but I mean, Adam plays that ATV Spider-Man Flash game. Right. Is, does that make him well, a PC gamer? Yes. Also, every version of Windows 10 now comes with like Candy Crush and Minecraft and all the stuff pre-installed, and someone might accidentally open it. Is it like? Does, do they just label you gamer? Oh, you so are you're saying now. someone has to be a PC gamer if they meet the standards of games that you find to be Sounds like gamer. I, know, I, have, I, have, I have no standards. Oh. I, I am just curious what the question is because that cell phones did this too where they opened up the whole market where there were a lot of people who were like, I don't play games. Like, well, I play Tetris on my phone yeah. every day, but I'm not a gamer. And you go, whatever. People have different, I guess, labels they like to throw on themselves and other people. I don't care. I kind of assumed the whole gamer yeah. label was going away anyway. It's like when you say it's you're not a Alexander parent said. just because you don't pay child support. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? And arguably that makes you more of a parent. The best parent. That's yeah. what my dad said. Anyway. Stand for something. He said he cared and didn't chose not to express that through money mm-hmm. because that's what the capitalist system wanted him to do. Sure. Fair. Okay. Gamer. The reason we're even having this conversation is because John Petty Research Firm released a new study. Lies. Suggesting that a total of 20 million PC gamers will switch to console gaming or other gaming systems requiring a TV, so like streaming, you know, okay, uh, Google Stadia, 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 whatever the hell it is, oh. by 2022. So they're they're suggesting that there's going to be a decline in PC gaming and uh, gamers seeking PCs, and then a rise. Gamers will shift to consoles. I don't buy it. Um, <laughs> no, thank what's you. What's the rationale for that? To yeah. quote JPR, the majority will come from the low end under $1,000 full cost build in terms of what they already have as a PC, which mm. I don't really know what PC you're building under $1,000. You do it trash. I'm so rich. <laughs> but because of improvements in TV displays and console semiconductors, as well as console exclusive titles, the ranks of mid range and high end PC gamers will also be affected and possibly follow. So the TV mm. gaming platforms in question are the major consoles. Apple TV and cloud gaming like Google Stat. Is it Stadia? Stadia? I think it's Stadia. 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 Stadium. It's the plural of but Stadia. The M is silent. Um, John Petty himself right. says the PC market continues to decline because the innovation that took place in the past, providing speed ups and clever new things, whatever that means, has all but stopped. Speed ups. Plus, the product mm-hmm. introduction times are stretching out to four years. This is not a panic situation, and the GPU market still generates incredible volume. However, there are forces at work that we predict will drive some of this business toward TV displays and associated gaming services. They, rep- they point to two major trends that will impact key- PC gaming. Oh. And one is the slowdown of Moore's Law. So if you're familiar with Moore's Law, it's, uh, it's kind of ex- existed in the dawn of the information age that the number of transistor- transistors that can fit on a computer chip doubles about every two years. So... The more transistors you, you cram onto a chip, the more computing power it has. And this has held true for most of the modern information age. Mm-hmm. But now we're in a pattern where we're not, Moore's law no longer really applies because we're not making those strides in that amount of, that, that condensed amount of time anymore. Right. Like, this is something, you, I'm sure you're very familiar with this. Yeah. You human computer. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I read How a many lot transistors do you have? What's your RAM? Like 12 million or something? No, it's there. There are certain hard limits with electromagnetics that are starting to get butted into with how small they're making processors. Mm-hmm. They're hitting seven nanometer now, which is wild, but still, it's not enough to continue the, the march of Moore's law. So basically, yeah, that was true for yeah. about twenty years, twenty-five mm-hmm. years, and now it's it's falling apart. It's also not necessary anymore. Now it's more about parallel computing than just cramming transistors onto a die. So, but yeah. onward to quantum the, computing. I mean, is yeah, the idea being thing. that it's the the advanced technology that drives PC gaming, that it's superior technology, 
And the reason people would pick a PC game gaming system over a console is because consoles are limited in their ability to do more. But once the playing field is even, people will go back to consoles. Kind of. It's it's sort of like you would upgrade your PC every two years. Like whereas a console, you can't really. <laughs> uh, short of buying a new console, you can't really gut or or upgrade it. But a PC, you can buy a new graphics card. Yeah. You can. Are we not familiar with the 32x? <laughs> so that's or say, yeah. Sega CD. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> thing is this like all of these talking points are kind of rooted in a very dated appreciation of of the the landscape such as it is. Yeah. And they all come from like an analyst viewpoint which is that oh product A is getting cheaper and better, product B is not getting cheaper and better. Therefore all consumers will go with product A. Yeah. And it's not really that simple. But yeah. an analyst looking at it from the outside like it's just a product marketplace yeah. might think the that. Sure. The second thing they point to is rising GPU prices. That because is a thing. In 2017 there was the the as you know the world-famous GPU shortage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why Bruce <laughs> I, isn't here right now. He's checking in on his farm yeah, in Iceland. I scoff at, but it was actually a thing. And a lot of it has to do with uh, like Bitcoin and currency data yeah. mining, mining because there's kind of this like supply and demand shortage where the 10 nanometer chip you know, processors are needed to really ramp that up. There's a shortage of them yeah. and they can't produce them fast enough. So, um, and even a few days ago, in its conference earnings call, Intel warned that chip shortages, chip shortages are set to continue on their 10 nanometer chip, and they have a lim limited manufacturing capacity on their 14 nanometer. So, like all these like minor upgrades that would push along advancements in PC gaming, mm -hmm. there, it's just there's a, there's a demand uh, wave and then the supply shortage. I kind of thought the GPU demand was sort of plateauing, mostly because. The right now, my from my understanding, the sweet spot for gaming on PC is 144 frames, um, 1440p. So not 4K, 2K, if mm -hmm. that, you know. So <laughs> I was saying a lot of people would rather, they would rather have more uh, higher frame rate for a game than the 4K resolution. Whereas consoles are like, we can do 4K and 8K. It runs at three frames a second, but boy, oh boy, it's huge. Yeah, It's a big old image that you're looking at right there because... Typically, console games have that sort of input lag that you seem to be more forgiving, whereas games like Fortnite or Apex or Overwatch or whatever, where you, you want that split-second fast turnaround time, don't really need... I mean, I still have a 1080. I don't have a 1080 Ti, and it's still running games at 1440p, 144 frames, no problem. So I kind of did... I just thought the demand was... Well, I mean, what else is there? Ray tracing? Like, what's, what's yeah. the big... What's the big reason to upgrade a video card right now? Well, yeah, you're, you're kind of hitting on the, the ebb and flow of the marketplace. Part of this uh, part of this is, I'm sure, due to the fact that there's a new wave of consoles coming out and that huge TVs are getting cheaper. Mm -hmm. So that value proposition seems so much better than building a big-ass PC just to see water reflections in Battlefield Five. Right. Uh, however, once new consoles come out, then all the graphical specs hit that new minimum. Mm -hmm. PCs are like light years ahead of whatever PS4 Pro or Xbox One X could do right now. Maybe. But they have to write to those specs because they're the most common. And then those get ported over to PC and they just land however they land. No. But whenever PS5 comes out, then you might have to upgrade your computer to play whatever launch titles come out on that because it's hitting a much higher spec. So I think that's kind of what this is implying is that PC, over the next couple of years, it's going to be tougher for it to replicate what consoles can do and do it better because prices or because parts are more expensive. Meanwhile, you can just get a PS5 and a 4K TV. Sure. That subsidy like has a microphone in it and broadcasts all your shit back to China, so they can sell it to you for six hundred dollars. So I feel like that if you're a PC gamer who fidelity and processing power is so important to you, and there are these microarchitecture um, shortages where you can't get these these chips that you want or these cards that you want, like you're gonna that. do whatever it takes. Yeah, you're gonna do whatever it takes to, to get the this hardware. Like yeah, you're yeah. gonna be. Uh, 
you I, know, I paying think, paying top dollar. I think, all sorts of jism uh, in your and I don't know, but it feels naive as to what a PC gaming consumer is. I think yes. we're talking about outliers, people that only go after these specs. I think most people are PC gamers because it is already a machine that is already going to be in their home that they are already going to use on a daily basis. So why not play Football Manager? You know, like. Sure. which doesn't need ray tracing or any of that shit. Why not play yeah. Train Simulator or the games that are probably the most popular games across all PC, the, across the world? The free you know? games you can get on PC. And the free stuff. Like, it's just, it's like, it's, I feel like it's always going to lean more towards the convenience side of it because mm -hmm. I feel like this, we kind of crossed this path or something similar to it when you used to have to go to the arcade to play the actual version of Mortal Kombat 2, mm -hmm. knowing that the one you were playing at home was a port and a like less good version of it. Mm -hmm. But then once it got to the points where you didn't have to go to the arcade anymore to play the exact same game, like arcades died basically immediately. Mm -hmm. I think that was a convenience issue less than it was a finally fidelity. Like yeah. it was, you know, I just feel like at a certain point, maybe PC gaming will just become the standard of gaming as opposed to the one that's always the graphical one, like that people are so tied yeah. up well, we, we also haven't replaced the computer yet. We keep trying with phones and tablets, but at the end of the day, we still need this. Look at, look careful, at, careful with that hinge. That's yeah, very, <laughs> very expensive. My life's on here. <laughs> well, I'm like, we're getting closer every time a new iPad comes out or a new tablet, the Google Slate or whatever. They're, they keep trying to be a Mac OS or a Windows killer. I mean, even Windows try to kill Windows with its own like <laughs> downgraded version yeah, of the it. Windows 8 version. Yeah, which it was like, it's all tiles. Everything's going to be great, but you can't install anything. We, we're still re re relying on computers for day to day processing. But once phones and consoles and everything, like once that's all gone, we're still waiting for that next, that next technological upgrade, whatever it is. And it's probably whatever's after phones, if it's going to be holograms or smart lenses or something. But once you don't have to get rid of that thing that's in between you and your information and all your your apps, <laughs> you know, basically, um, that's, that's probably, that's what I'm thinking is more like 10, 15 years in the future where laptops and actual PCs are to be phased out because they're sort of unnecessary. Well, to play into this study, though, and what they're positing, if there is a slowdown of Moore's Law, and there isn't that kind of progress being made, you know, two over two years in, in terms of fidelity and graphics. Does that mean that there is a way that consoles can challenge P the PC market more and say, like, well, we're going to try to come up with different original things we can be doing with the console, making it like a more boutique experience to draw people away mm -hmm. from PC gaming because there isn't really a difference in what you can graphically offer. On well, a PC. so PC hasn't been a graphical front runner for a while. Uh, I mean, it, it does in the sense that it runs console games at a higher resolution. But there, there was a time when games had like CD-ROM before consoles did and had 3D acceleration before consoles did. So they were technologically advanced. But like that doesn't happen anymore because of the Star Citizen problem. Uh, the more graphically replayed a game is, the longer it takes to make. So they started making Star Citizen, targeting for it to release five years down the road. They had to make a lot of guesses about what tech would be there when it landed. By the time they got five years later, the engine had changed under their feet. All the circumstances changed. So they had to like restart game development. And now they're in the sort of washing machine about trying to get this game done when the specs keep moving around them. I think high-end PC gaming has hit that point. You can't really make a PC exclusive to a really high spec anymore. Uh, so that is kind of weird. You can't do it on console because the spec is locked and it's in everybody's house. 
So I think console will always have that going for it now. Console has like God of War, which is a technologically amazing game that they would never make for PC um, because the spec is so distributed and it will cost too much. And by the time you actually finish it, it would look dated and crappy. Like Crisis was really the last game that released before the hardware was there to actually run it, which is why there people remember memes about it. So when PlayStation 5 comes out, it will be technologically advanced. People will be able to have made games for it. There'll be a lot of tech demos in the early days. That's how it always is. Mm-hmm. But since you can write to a definite hardware spec, it'll always probably look better I mean, than just the family computer that's running Fortnite. We're not at that point right now, though, where we're like, man, I can't wait for games to look good. Yeah, that's that's I, the other thing. I, I mean, it could be I'm because I'm getting older, but like there was a huge deal when Xbox was the thing and PlayStation 2 is the thing. And then they launched Xbox 360 and PS3. And you're like, oh, my God, everything's pretty now. Look at it. And it only got King Kong looks yeah. great. <laughs> it's just like the movie. I, I think it was when they showed uh, it was like a Ghost Recon trailer where it had like motion blur and all these like new oh, yeah. all these whiz bang tricks. Where I was like, Gears Whoa. of War. Yeah, gear uh. like where all of a sudden like games hit this new like level of fidelity. But for the last five years or so, like yeah, I, I just games look good. They well, look think, fantastic. They look better than they ever have. And I I think we're okay with that now. I think you it's time to focus on what. Gameplay and frame rate. Right? I think I think more than that. When was the last time the most popular games were the ones that looked mm. the best? True. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know the games. I mean, games can get popular but... looking bad, but I do. I don't think that just like yeah, throwing polygons at something doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most developers know that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a couple hardcore developers, just like there's a couple hardcore consumers that re- that matters a lot to, but the rest of them are trying to figure out how they can make a game that's sustainable and will last five years. Mm. And that generally means not making graphics the major thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I think art, is it seems to be, the graphics are there. The Unreal Engine can do anything. We've been playing Mortal Kombat here, and it's like, that, that's all Unreal You've Engine. You've been playing Mortal Kombat? Yeah, without you. What? Sorry. I've been playing Mortal Kombat. You've been playing Mortal Kombat. I have. I know you have. I learned last night you can turn on the AI and make them beat the game for you. It's awesome. And you still get coins for it. I told you really? to get it this weekend. Uh, good, but I'm just saying the, the fact that Mortal Kombat right now is this ultra realistic, hyper violent, bloody, visceral thing, and then Fortnite's running on the same engine. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's night and day. But that thing can do anything, and most developers seem to be going towards. I, I'm curious to see what uh, Jedi Order looks like as well, where it's like, mm. okay, now what can we do? A Star Wars game in this engine? Clearly, like the, looking. Beautiful is not a problem. It's now how great can you make your art and how unique can you make it? And like to James's point too, Minecraft's still one of the most popular games in the world and it looks like ass. Because they won't invite the ray tracing mod. Yeah, yeah they won't invite like shiny the reunion or whatever, the anniversary. The the vibrance <laughs> of PC is... There? There's some like anniversary happening for, for Minecraft and they, oh, that's they right. won't invite they, they Notch. They wouldn't invite Notch, Notch yeah. Like he, whatever. He stole the idea. <laughs> whatever, he cares. Uh, the vibrancy of PC has always been, or has been, ever since I want to say Crisis, has always been like mods. The fact that yeah. it's an open ecosystem so you can fuck with your game and make everyone naked, which is what every game does. And then also like the weird kind of mid-tier indie. So games like Undertale come out on PC because Toby Fox holed himself up with RPG Maker for 12 years and made this whole thing. And that kind of thing is always going to hit PC first because it doesn't have the barriers to entry that console space does. Mm -hmm. The converse is that console is always going to get a fairly complete, polished, finished product. So it's all about, yeah, the depth of experience you want. I feel like PC is the all-region DVD player, 
And if you want to get into that scene, you go to a weird shop in the mall. Hey, yeah. speaking of, Adam, I saw this like really late one night and I was going to send it to you, but then I was like, eh, it's too late. I'll remember to send it to him later. I saw like top 10 best uh, Marvel mods for Street Fighter V. Oh. It's incredible. Let's do it. It's incredible. We can we can do our own we can do like our own Marvel tournament. Absurd what they've done with these characters. Give me an example. Hulkbuster. Using Zangief? Yeah, who? No, using Abigail, who is the character that fills the whole screen already. Okay. It's insane. I'll, I'll it's it absurd. Out. That's fine. Street Fighter cross Marvel. Cammy, you don't need to. It's just Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Oh, it's all just Marvel. Cammy as Spider Gwen, like cool. all cool. kinds of cool shit. Okay, it's amazing. I had Goku as Ryu. That was neat. Um, but uh, like to that <laughs> point, it's, I I like when people write these articles because they get your attention. Obviously, like all PC games yeah. die forever. And that's probably no, what we do. I'm, when how it's many? Just what are you one doing? Analyst. What are you doing? That's You're it. feeding the fire. <laughs> I want to meet John Petty. Like, he's good luck catching Tom. him. Uh, Bash your keyboard no, over in slow mo style, like in one. <laughs> he always wears a cowboy hat and drives around his fast car. STP. Because <laughs> all John Petty does is make I, no, I people our age in in what we do exist in an echo chamber. Because we're all like, no, John Petty, yeah. no, Dunking it's not going to happen. Yeah, he's going I, home and eating his mashed potatoes and peas. Well, I'm regardless with the, the just the way I always just look at vinyl. Mm-hmm. Years ago, people were like, it's gonna die. It. It's still technically around, and it it's because it's a it's a thing that people just really love. It's a it's a like a consumer's dream or collector's dream of this thing. Like people sounds just, so warm. Whatever that means to you, awesome. Analog cables, Adam. And keep I, them off the floor. I think like my he, cables are made out of wood. <laughs> I, I think I think for average Joe, they cannot wait to get rid of a PC. All the all the it's mm. you know it's the um it's yeah. the late night infomercials of like don't you hate plugging in your computer oh no like like the minute there's more than three buttons people hate it that's why Apple's <laughs> thriving but I like, think also like yeah, they're right. expecting like in their report they point to like streaming game streaming you know sure Stadia, Stadia whatever oh. to be a console or a, a PC killer and it's like there's so many people that won't have the Maybe. ability for that to function for yeah. them. Yeah, and th- th- that's another. That's all about infrastructure. So in this guy's mind, yes, he attended a conference and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. was probably lied to. <laughs> and they said, "Look at this thing; it's the future." And he went, "Future, you say? Wow, we. This is this is also the same sort of guy who tests Cuphead and goes like, "Too hard for me." Game, you know, it's like, oh, poor th- Dean. I know. I'm just saying he he is probably an average Joe, normal dude, which is not. I'm not saying that. He has a wrong opinion. He actually probably has an opinion that reflects that of a lot of people, just not the four people sitting well, at this table right now. The thing now. is, ultimately, this is, this discussion should be had not just with a technologist, but also an economist and someone who studies consumer pattern, like or like a games publisher, anything. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of it would be a discussion amongst at least four people. Oh my God, he looks like he's before you come to a conclusion. He looks, mm. looks like, like Robert John Walsh. Redford. Yeah, Robert Redford. Can I see. Like, hold on. He's a pioneer oh. in the graphics industry. He's, oh, that's not okay. petty the way I imagined it to be spelled. I, All of our jokes are ruined. Maybe. I don't know. Look, he may have installed a RAM once in a while. Yeah. Maybe back in the day. and He's looking uh, at it like it's a commodity. And that's maybe. fine. Uh, uh, but he seems to have no one's going a pretty long resume to watch porn him. easily on it. I, I just, my, there, there are. True, well, I'm glad you brought that up, James. What? Porn. Okay. Because porn, like kind of like the mod scene, PC is still a haven for porn projects. Mm-hmm. To wit. Hold on. Oh, oh, I can pull it up for you. Why are you showing us evidence? What is that? I'll, I'll pull it up here yeah? if you want it. I yeah. would, I would assume, I and I actually would rather have numbers on this. If you can pull them up real quick, at least. Yeah, if you could just um, Google search I, I had assumed that most hey, Lise, porn. Will you plug in your laptop so I can see it too. 
Do you want Omar no, to see? I can. I, I don't can, want any of my. Oh no, I was curious. What, here, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link, Omar. I'm assuming porn viewership is dominating on phone. Oh, I didn't mean viewership. Versus, oh well, I guess you look yeah, at it regardless. Porn, phone. What are you? What are you talking about? A haven uh, for porn then? Well, uh, porn related projects, porn mods, like just porn video gaming. Oh sure. So specifically, there's a game called Subverse that looks oh. like it's going to break the two million uh, barrier on Kickstarter. Yeah. This is basically just like. Porn we, Mass Effect. We almost did. We ever talk about it last week, Omar? We got close. Oh, you, you're gonna. Yeah, get we did close. it in the after show, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Good. Yeah. It was. It was gonna be my headline, but then I was like, "This is silly." I mean, but I think it, it is silly. But at the same time, this is two million dollars in an age where nobody's kickstarting anything anymore. And a That's project. True. Well, oh, everything gets kickstarted. I mean, not Adam. video games. <laughs> yeah. So, in 2016, Pornhub said that 61 percent of the traffic was from cell phones. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that makes sense. I, and it's only rising. You can't carry your computer into the yeah. shower. Yeah, yeah. I was saying like viewership. It's it's a lot riskier to be sitting in a chair <laughs> at with, the library with a 4K monitor. Yeah, <laughs> and like oh, when you can just go go into the bathroom for 20 minutes. Elise right and I back. were driving. Elise and I were driving uh, Damascus steel top. Omar, what kind of cookies are you getting your computer over there? Um, this ain't my computer. He's got a forever <laughs> spinning top. A fucking boutique top. Elise and I were driving uh, to Austin. And we stopped in El Paso and ended up at a library using the restroom. When I, there's a computer lab or whatever, like oh, basically no. a line of people Just to use computers, computers for free. Use, yeah. mm -hmm. Like what kind of person uses a computer for free? Are you trying to access or whatever? Motherfucker was watching SmackDown. <laughs> it's like nice, awesome. nice, bro. Yeah. I almost sat down with him. I, I love the library. I remember going to an Apple store, and this is like we went to the New York one because it's the Cube or whatever. Like, uh, oh, let's yeah. go check it out. So I we went to go visit it. Go downstairs, and we're looking at a computer. And the guy I'm with, he goes, check it, "Look behind you." And there's a guy just he's checking out an iMac, like, hmm, pretty nice, pretty nice. And it's just hardcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it's indeed, but it's he was doing that screen. to make, get you to look at Retina that display. Happening. He no. wasn't just watching porn. No, no, no. I'm saying I was standing next to someone who goes, hey, look at that guy. And there's no, another guy just. No, I'm saying that guy, though, was like, I'm going to put hardcore porn on and be like, hmm, I'm thinking about this iMac. So that way I can get a, get a good look. It's probably I bet he was UCB. I'll tell you that much. I, no, he looked like someone who'd been driving a cab for 62 years. Oh, groundlings. then. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a old foreign gentleman. Which oh. I, I don't know what that means in New York, but. Well, I mean, you got to see if it's used. What is, oh, this is the game. Yeah. How are you going to bang all these space ladies on your console? Images in yeah. this article are not safe for work. Ten blur Petty. on the fly. John Petty is his John name. Petty. Yeah. We Just know send us to John Petty. that the one who controls the porn controls the conversation, <gasps> and John Petty doesn't know that clearly. Yeah, what an idiot. I also think that that PC gamers are a very opinionated group. No, we are not. No, we're not. Who gave you that opinion? I don't believe you. I do think that well, like. A PC gamer oh, committing to go? console requires a major oh. shift in attitudes, James. What did I just say? You said a shift in what? You're looking at the pictures. You're not listening to the conversation. There's an illegal sex bot on the There's loose. There's nothing not safe for work. In uh, at least you're right. I mean, uh, our work, matter. we get away with all sorts of things. I think people that want people that play on PC now, I think there are certain things that draw them to that to that ecosystem. Keyboard and mouse. Keyboard and mouse is a big one. Uh, Customizations are going to start supporting soon. Yeah. yeah, but sitting on your couch and being like, yeah, it's different. 
I'm a weirdo who would actually play, I played Halo 3 a lot on a computer monitor because I, I preferred sitting in a computer chair playing it. I mean, that's fine. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think it is, I, just made at least I think it's weird catch. though, the idea of having a keyboard and mouse set up in front of you. Like mm -hmm. you, we'd need a new form of input that's smaller Trackball. and faster <laughs> and, and more actually, precise. Yeah. Like I know we always, I mean like Steam VR. Controller. What's that? The Steam controller. Yeah, that took off, no. didn't it? Well, I got one controllers. of those. Yeah, Knuckles, the, man, you just yeah. strap them on. I think, they, I think they pay you to take them now. But no, the the new Vive controllers are actually pretty cool. They're the... Knuckles? Just the Knuckles, yeah. Knuckles and Knuckles? Instead of gripping now, they're actually like on your hands, like your wrists, so they're strapped on. And you can actually track your fingers, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So we've played games before where yeah. like you, you throw something. Yeah, can't wait so to, like, theoretically, if you're doing this. Tracking. This is how the throw works. You go... Yeah. <laughs> God oh, damn yeah. it. That works. Now it's like you can actually grip stuff and mm -hmm. throw it. Um, can you feel? Does it have feedback? Yeah. Can you, so you feel can, like, like veins? Feel the I don't. Stuff? I don't. The only videos I've seen are the uh, the guys on Node. Um, that was um, uh, I forget his name. Well, you Brandon, Freddie yeah. Wong's old friend. Oh, the gun yeah. and the clip. Go yeah, 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 but he's he's like working on a game, and they they showed this really cool part where they picked up like a a, a wrench or um a crowbar, and he would like oh, yeah. he would loosen one hand, pull it through like that, grip it. Pull it through like that, and I was like, "That's cool. It's pretty fucking right. like that. That's a that's the next level, I think, for that. But then also, VR is it's one of those things where we're getting glimpses in the future because you do have a giant cord strapped to you, well, and they, it's they, strapped to a giant box. Just, so. Whatever the Oculus S, the Quest, is that what it is? Yeah. The the one that doesn't require a computer, right? Yeah, it's, it's just it's, I saw a bunch of influencers influencing about it today. Mm -hmm. Cool. How uh, do their do they influence you? I mean, no. Oh. Well, you guys influence are, fail. You guys are pointing to some of the flaws in this analysis that through VR, PC is still a tech forward platform and it mm -hmm. offers experiences you can't get anywhere else, provided that you want to pay the five thousand dollars to sure. set up a room and like install lighthouses in every corner and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, it's still there. It's still just as dumb as getting like two video cards in nineteen ninety eight to play Quake One at a reasonable frame rate. There, there's an old movie, maybe at least you might remember this one. I don't know. It's like an Albert Brooks movie from back in the day. I think it's just called Mother. Um, it's an old 90s movie. It's pretty funny though, but it's like There's just this one scene where there's it's about two sons and their mom and he's trying to like move his mom out But one of the sons is really rich and he buys his mom a video phone But it's like 1992 cool, and it's the shittiest video phone you've ever seen like they're making fun of it And the video is like come on mom I spent five thousand dollars on this and it's just like and it looks like a graphing calculator like it's just terrible But I'm like yeah, the future's always been there. You have to pay a lot of money like a galaxy fold Sure, you can start to use it early, but it's gonna suck. Uh -huh. yeah. And it's it's not gonna be everything that you want. And then the the really good iteration of that's gonna come out five, ten years later when it's affordable and they get all the kinks out. Well, most. Yeah. It's yeah. made me sad. It reminded me that Bob Einstein's dead. Whom? Albert Brooks's brother, Bob Einstein, Super Dave. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I thought you said I thought Harvey Weinstein. Uh -oh. like, oh, he's you would kick and grab him, yeah. <laughs> Never Listen. had my chance. Well, I think we've all concluded that PC gaming is dying. Remember Arleth? Bob Petty's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounced Arleth. Sorry. Uh, and now a word from one of our sponsors. Nice transition, Nomar. Camera transition. Uh, this is from Bespoke Post with their box of awesome. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. They test everything in the box of awesome themselves. Lawrence, you've received some boxes of awesome. I have correct? several. Were you impressed? I was. Most of them came with knives, and that's awesome because there is no box in this world that is not awesome if it has a knife in it. And you're the Arya Stark of the office. That's we always true. say this. I'm flipping these. Uh, the, my hands are cut up. It's not because I'm sad. It's because I'm Arya Stark. 
Yeah, so aside, aside from knives, you might get style and grooming goods, barware, cooking tools. It's just awesome stuff. You give me something to flip. To get started, you take the quiz at boxofawesome.com, and your answers help them pick the right box of awesome for you. And they release these new boxes every month. Uh, it's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box costs only $45, but has $70 worth of gear inside. Uh, so now you can get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code DUDE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code DUDE for 20% off your first box. And, uh, yeah, that's that's all you got to do to just be like Lawrence and get everything because, I mean, you're a pretty awesome guy before. It's true. You got the box, correct? But even got more awesome after the fact. They actually had some cool stuff. There was a wine decanter that I, I didn't really need, but it looked awesome. Got mm-hmm. some beer glasses that are cool. Uh, yeah, in addition to the many knives, there was a throwing knife set, complete with a target that you can put on something. Dartboard. It's just cool, like, adult stuff. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I've signed up yeah. for a lot of box services, and usually it's it's just, like, a lot of... Like toys and things that are neat, but you don't really use. But this is actually adult stuff you could use in your actual adult life. So that's cool. You said no one knew who I was till I put on. I ordered the box. I got all these knives. What's the quote? You got that's it. You got it. That yeah. was it. <laughs> Christopher oh. Nolan just shed a tear for him. But it's Thanks. me hugging my knives. You were cool. Sorry, Thanks, Lawrence. Kid. Nothing personal. Love those knives. Well, now that we're done with all the. BSPC talk no one cares about. Oh, I care. We finally talked about, oh, you want to talk about it some more? You want to talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? No, I feel like we exhausted it. Let's talk about the blue ball. Wait, hold on. There was a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Sneaky. I like like things no one asked for. This isn't the start of it. Play from the beginning. (laughs) I think Omar, uh, to Omar's credit, and and please back me up here, that has been looping since the podcast started, yes? It has. Thank you. Sweet. So that's just where we happen to drop in. Is 76 an important number? We need to dissect this. Sonic trailer analysis. 10 things you might have missed. Uh, Did you know the rings are stars? The rings are usually stars. details. In the Paramount logo at the beginning of Sonic the Hedgehog, it's rings. It's rings. So, okay. I know. The internet's shitting all over this. No. I don't think that's true. I'm on the internet a lot. Just tell you guys, nobody likes this. That's not true. I bet it has way more likes than dislikes. liked it. (laughs) Who? He's the outlier, oh. James. Look at oh, that. it's even. That's <laughs> so, close. Wow, 129,000 dislikes. Oh, I'm sorry. Number one on trending. Bang. Sonic is 4. number 4 one. 4.4 million views. Sonic is number one. That's a success story if yeah. I've ever seen it. It's only been out for like three hours on our, our coast. Let me tell you, so. all right, as if you're over 25, you absolutely have the right to be upset about it, but oh. also you should reserve 30 seconds to reflect on that. That's all I'm saying. Just reflect on what? I mean, why? Like, because you care so much? A bit. I mean, it's not for you. No, I guess of. it isn't. Remember the thing that you that got you into Sonic, and if you can go back and watch or play it again, and really ask yourself if it was actually all that great when you did it the first time. He was fast to Mario. Mm. <laughs> that was it. Hold I mean, on. Are you saying Sonic is a bad game? Is that your argument? No, I'm saying that there are many entry points into Sonic and mm-hmm. Sonic's universe. Yeah, sure. they're not all great. Most of them are not. Yeah. Well, yeah, like there's more official Sonic games that are trash that look way worse than this trailer that people have tolerated, I guess. But even like the dude that originally like designed Sonic is mocking it like on Twitter and stuff. What else? He's mocking the design. He did a redesign where Mm -hmm. he went and he like was like, this is what I would make Sonic look like for the movie. Jim Carrey was Truman Show. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's fine that he looks like trash with his whole design and everything because it's just true to the movie. 
and that's fine. Like, because I, I think if they made Sonic look good, it would give people hope. I'm genuinely curious though, because there were like when they first released like the images of him, and everyone's like, "God, this looks terrible," and like they should have fixed it this way or the other way. I am genuinely curious what the reaction would have been in a world where it is a Sonic that doesn't look like a hideous monster. Because he does look like a monster. Like, I'm not an animator, but it feels like this is breaking all the rules of character design and animation. Well, in terms of like do it, right? realism and somebody let's remove the, the facial features that show expression. Like like let's make the eyes smaller. They had and to the focus test real it. thin. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh there's no other way. Like it has to be this, right? What? There's no other version of a Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie. What the billboard said, Omar, take us back to the top. No, hang on one second. I agree with Lawrence because I don't think that we are their target audience. Wait, Paramount. I believe it's Paramount Pictures. Green right? Hills. You, one Sonic. second. I think it's Paramount <laughs> that's releasing this movie, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, remember, and show the logo again, Omar. Please stop rewinding. They it. said that they plan for is. this to release a wider audience than any Sonic property has before. A whiter audience? Well, that's maybe Sonic is for the world, Adam. Shame oh, okay. I just don't know why they would be uh, racial profiling their uh, their future I mean, audience. Speak, I, I did think it was odd. It, it didn't occur to me until about an hour after the trailer ended, but there's, I'm pretty sure. Wait, maybe in the scene where they arrive at the military base, but I think it takes until the elevator gag for a woman to have a line in the trailer. Not that uh, that matters. Sonic is just it's for us boys. But I mean, a, a Sonic movie shouldn't have any humans in it, really, other than Robotnik, right? What about me? And because we're best friends. Sure. I mean, you could be the Chris Chan of this universe. It does feel I don't care. dated in execution. Doesn't a little bit. It? Oh my god. Yeah. If we have the trailer for Monster Trucks. Put it up next to this trailer. It looks like it was made by the same people. Did they Creech. do the same thing? No, I don't was think so. Right. I don't know what studio released Monster Trucks. Where Creech? It just feels like this is what happens when IP mm. is all that matters. Oh, you think it just? It doesn't feel out. like anyone wanted to make a Sonic movie. No, no one felt compelled to make a Sonic movie. Yeah. He's been around for forty-five fucking years, no, I mean, and they're just getting around to it now. Like this, it? this movie was supposed to originally come out in twenty sixteen around oh. the anniversary. So like oh. that that was when they they had originally aimed. So this this has been around for a while. Someone's Man. been brewing on. Could you this. imagine if they didn't delay it? But what problems did they hit? I, was this, I don't think it was I delayed. Think it was I delayed. think it was just like they, just, they were like that was oh. the original target development was or to release it by the anniversary. And they cared Paramount. so much that they didn't hit that date. <laughs> that their the impetus there was so small that they oh, didn't hit the date. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So people like, don't care. This is just this is what happens when you don't when no one who is making decisions wants to take any chances on original ideas. They only want to take things that already exist and are unknown. This right. is the this is the the dark side of the success of Marvel. It it seems to have the same tone as like a Transformers movie, but it seems to be competing with the Super Mario Brothers movie that came out in 1992 or whatever. Yeah. So, it's really for nobody. Well, I mean, to be fair. That is a good question. Bumblebee is the best Transformers movie, and I would say a genuinely good movie. It, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like I enjoyed it, is. it genuinely. Oh no, no, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying when when Sorry. I see a movie like the Sonic trailer, and half of it is uh, soldiers and mm-hmm. trucks pulling it, I'm like, this reeks of all Transformers. Where they go, showing the robots is expensive. What can we do to make it interesting? We'll have Josh Duhamel running in the desert. From mm-hmm. sand, and then we'll add robots in the sand um, because it's it's a lot cheaper that way. Instead of having robots sand around talk all the time, I agree. Bumblebee is a much better version of all that because there is like a military presence, but it's not much. But Sonic seems like 
he might be in it for 30% of the movie, I guess, based on what we've seen. Yeah, they didn't, there were no stakes for Cyclops. Is he like, is he down and out? Did his wife die? Is his kid gone? Well, it's we'll just how many out. moments do they find where they don't have to animate him? Like when he's in that bag that James oh, Morrison's carrying yeah. in the office building. Like they're just going to find ways that it's only Sonic's voice so that way they don't have to spend money it's a really making good point. him. I don't think this movie's for us. It's like, it's a weird thing where you, I don't think. Maybe they'll pull a Lego movie at the end and I think it'll suddenly that be very adult. It's no. it's a it's an animation style that maybe young kids actually do like because think back to the stuff that we thought looked good when we but were do kids. Kids like Sonic today. I yeah. Think, or do or they, they like, will? I think, I think they like Pokemon. I think kids are know what Sonic is. I think they 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 recognize the image of Sonic and they know that this is a abomination. <laughs> but <laughs> I think he's a little Pokemon. I think huh? kids can recognize Sonic from games and stuff. And I and sure. I think that this is like like the new Muppets ba- Muppet Babies animated show. I watched some of it and I was like, this is actually kind of well written, but I don't like the CG animation. But I think it's like there's a generation of young kids that like see the those really in your face graphics and they like they they will look at them as adults and think they're bad. But there was stuff we looked at at kids like we didn't think was bad, though. I'm just trying to think of something that like this Sonic is old now for like because we grew up with it. So any kid growing up today who wears a Minecraft shirt and and flosses on weekends like, sure, maybe they're aware of Sonic the same way we were aware of, what, the Heavy Metal franchise? Like, what's a cartoon? Like, That's a hell of a reference. I'm yeah. just saying, like, as a kid, if, like, my parents got excited <laughs> maybe like about something, I'd be like, Howdy well, Duty okay. or something? Here's the thing, though. You have to remember that the people that do know Sonic have kids. Yeah. So then you sell twice the tickets because they're obviously single parents because yeah. they uh-huh. couldn't make that marriage work. And Except when they have the conversation. <laughs> and then, except the conversation is that, like, I got Timmy this weekend. Do you want to take him to the sauna? They go, fuck no, I'm waiting for him to come to Netflix because it'll be out in two months. Yeah. Well, yeah there's they that. pushed for this movie to be PG-13. So, oh, like, it's clear. It's not a movie for us. It's not for us. <laughs> Wait, I mean, was there ever any question, though? It, it only makes business sense to keep making products for children. Because if you get them right and you get them early, then they're Sonic fans for life, like we all are. <laughs> Not with this, though. That, it's for kids, dude. I know, but I don't think this is going to make any kids into Sonic. I think no, it will. No, but the thi- so I think it's, it's going to grab... There's a disc- I know what you're saying. I, I know, I I know so. what you're saying. It's yeah. I I think Lawrence is right. I think Elise is right. Um, but I know what Adam's saying. The problem is there's a disconnect in that kids aren't the one who are deciding what they consume and watch and see. Some are. Some are. No, no, I'm saying, I'm yeah, saying kids, kids don't green light movies. Sure. Ah. An executive does. Well, no, and there was a kid doesn't know one what a kid, kid that told watches. his executive father. Like, That's what I Monster was... Trucks was. Monster Trucks oh, yeah, was pitched was. by okay. the son of the studio executive at Paramount or whatever. And he was like, oh, and then they made the movie and it flopped. But kids, for the most part, other than Monster Trucks, aren't the ones who are green lighting movies. So the people that are green lighting movies are adults who have to pick things that are known because that's the only way you can convince a stupid person that anything has worth mm-hmm. is to show them that it has made money before in the past and right. has some sort of awareness or a Twitter account or whatever, right? So that the, that disconnect creates this movie, mm-hmm. which is a known IP for a completely different demographic that is going to be made for that other demographic because that's the only way it makes any business sense to do it, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I sure, get it. I, so, like, I just, there is a leap there. There the are problem, no winners. <laughs> I'm going to see no. the shit out of Me this too. Movie, oh, no, by the way. Well, so that, that's the argument I'm making for at least. I think this movie is for us because there's at least three of us here, maybe at least if you want to join us, 
we're gonna yeah. go ironically see this movie. I kind of sure want to we see are. It. No, no, I'm saying that we're like, all Jim Carrey looks pretty good in the but trailer. Some yeah, are you guys not have... excited for Jim Carrey to be his? Yes, wacky... I love Jim Carrey. I think he's, he's back to his old he's like wacky. Feels self. like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Some people don't have disposable income to ironically go see movies. Like we do. We yeah, can I mean, go it's eventually, eventually going to come to Netflix or I, whatever. I just have AMC passes for going to bad theater and have yeah. a dude yell at me. I don't know. Like, I, this is a movie I want to go see with my friends and like laugh at it. Like, here are a few tidbits I, from. I this. will not. I will not enjoy myself here unless other people are are also laughing. at I've it. taken these from the Sonic IMDb page. The movie will be action focused. There were several several script rewrites due to the original movie having a more comedy focus. Boot. Action. Cool. This movie's not for you. Action cool. focus. I guess yeah, they're running in the desert. I love action. Sonic in this film has new shoes and a furrier appearance, as well as an athlete body that suits a runner. According to producer Tim Miller, fur is an essential part of integrating Sonic into the real world as a real creature. The he production said before hanging up. <laughs> the production crew used Ted, twenty twelve. Mark uh, uh, Wal- Wahlberg. What the hell's his name? Seth MacFarlane and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, um, as an influence to, on making a live action Sonic the Hedgehog. You notice a lot of the Pokemon are furry, too. so weird, too. because Ted looks like a teddy bear. Yeah. It's well, such yeah, a weird, but it's such a weird him. frame of reference. You're mm-hmm. taking a cartoon and turning it into a live-action realm, as opposed to taking something that exists in real life. That's the only shot that interests me. And then just, well, yeah, oh, Ted makes sense. Uh, him in front of the toadstool world is the only shot in this thing. You want to hear the, 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 the real boom here? I, I got it on good authority. From who? Myself, because I'm a huge Sonic fan. <laughs> That the plot of this movie is gonna be Dr. Robotnik's doing experiments, uh-huh. opens a portal into uh-huh. Sonic's world, which is why Sonic seems like such an outlier. It's not all all hedgehogs that look this way. I don't way. think so, because I feel like he exists in the human world, because all the humans know him. Well, what do you mean? Who, what all humans? All the, the they're when they're at the military base, and they're like, we need to call in that guy. That's Robotnik. No, not Robotnik. Robotnik is a Earth s- One scientist. You said Robotnik's gonna open a portal, and he's gonna come into the. Sonic is oh, coming. Oh, you didn't. You didn't Ar- that's not how finish. it was articulated. So Sonic comes <laughs> yeah, through into our world, which is why the military is like, "What's this big, this boom, the Sonic boom that happened?" And then it's because Robotnik let him through, which is why Robotnik feels compelled to get his experiment back, mm-hmm. a la Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then, and then by the end of the movie, they'll go back to Sonic's mm-hmm. realm because if you notice, Sonic has magic powers. He can throw rings with which open portals, mm-hmm. just like in the game. You, um, you, you warp through rings. I was a little confused, I mean, but it, um, it adds up. And sometimes you jump through it and you bonus, go to bonus, bonus level. Yeah, yeah, bonus level. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Sonic yeah. doesn't normally throw them. No, he doesn't. Um, I'm, I'm going to also guess that was an accident. <laughs> that mean? the two lined up and they're like, hey, the movie's going to throw a ring and then they're going to go through a portal. And then, like the game, they went, well, the what? Don't tell movie details that. Um, <laughs> but you know. so by the end of it, Jim Carrey is going to get caught in probably the machine that goes the wordle or whatever, and that's why he's going to end up looking like Robotnik at the end, and there's probably going to be a Tails post-credit scene. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Here's, here's a question <laughs> for you, because when you talk about demographic appeal, I thought it was fascinating that they used a lot of original like 16-bit sound effects in the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, like the ring sound and the spin dash sound. It fits because those are actually really good sound effects mm-hmm. from the game, mm-hmm. but it, 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 it does seem like it is... That at least seems like it's a, a, a attempt to like span the gap of like, hey, we for all the Sonic video game fans, we have these like sound effects in here, mm-hmm. but nothing else really seems to jive with the video game 
sensibilities of it. Well, you Aside from his he steps on it, he jumps on things to explode it. Oh, yeah, remember in the game when you grab missiles and you shove them yeah. into the stuff? I agree. Sliding on your knees. And he slows it down like Silver Surfer and he touches it all like sure. Silver Surfer and moves it around like Silver I mean, Surfer. Quick silver. Silver, but yes. What, I was saying Silver Surfer the whole time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, everyone tuned out because <laughs> they're just staring at the trailer. Now, I, I think what they're going to do here, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful because James and I were the only two people on this goddamn planet who supported the Ninja Turtles. And it was well, garbage. Was it, hold on, hold on. Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying. Ninja Turtles 1 is garbage. Ninja Turtles 2 out two of the shadows great. was fun. I got diarrhea so during it. What did I get diarrhea during? It's exciting, during? right? Ninja Turtles. Did you even go to see it? No, Adam it was and I Transformers. I got diarrhea I did, during yeah. Transformers. I watched it. No, I'm just saying because the first we one went happened. To the theaters. Yeah. Ninja Turtles is a perfect example. One for you, one for me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Because <laughs> they made it because they're like, this is an expensive fucking movie. It's only getting a, a fraction of the budget that Transformers is getting, but we're going to make it work. We'll, we'll do it so the next one can have a rhino and a warthog in it, and mm-hmm. then they're gonna have a tank, and it's gonna be great. And they Shredder's can be gay gonna be together. There's gonna be a techno drum. It's gonna be the best gay couple you've ever seen on in cinema history. Mm-hmm. So my guess is this is first one. It's gonna be Ninja Turtles, right? Mostly in the real world, not a lot of Sonic. This movie's gonna make so much money. Watch out, mm-hmm. Endgame. You think you think a billion dollars is a lot of money? <laughs> You it wait. It's still a lot of money. This, and then in the second movie, Knuckles, Knuckles Amy, is there. Big the cat. Um, it's gonna flop. Chode. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna. Be they say chode or chow. There, there'll be there'll be chodes. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. No. I mean, it, here's the thing. This is my only worry. If there is no second movie, because there won't be. If he doesn't go supersonic in this movie, when will we ever see him go supersonic? I don't know. There. I bet. So I bet the after credits will be a Chaos Emeralds. Like to allude to a larger world, mm. that future thirty years or whatever. I'm gonna uh, say Doctor Robotnik already has one, which is how he yeah. powers the machine that brings Sonic into our realm. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Even though I, I know comic books ripped off the Chaos Emeralds earlier on in comic, comic books. books. Did? Yeah, and now I mean that's where they got around right. the movies. Yeah, so Infinity Stones, bleh, old. So now we'll have Chaos Emeralds, but at least it goes back to the originator, right? <laughs> yes. They, they've taken and, the crown back. And then Sonic goes in that slot machine and he hits all the sides. Sonic was the first character to go yellow to indicate his strength. It's true. That might you know, be a lie. I think Ben Schwartz does a great job of voicing Sonic. Sure. I'd say that. I'd say he's I don't know. Great. He doesn't say anything. He says a few things in the trailer. Yeah, but not enough for me to determine whether or not he's doing a good job. Do you job. think Sonic will say, gotta go fast? He already yes. does in the trailer. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, well, do you think he's going to say, I love chili dogs? Or did, I, I asked James other is the this morning, I was like, what is that food Sonic loves? Hot dog pussy? chili. <laughs> oh, yeah, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so spiny. That would be rough. Can we, on the count of three, Sonic. all say oh. what we think our favorite part of the Sonic movie is going to be? Okay. 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 One, two, three. James Marsden. It. It's going to be. This conversation made me really stressed. Ad read. Thank you. <laughs> Which is why I need something to help me decompress, especially for myself, who I get so exhausted during the day, and that manifests in nighttime anxiety for me. And then I can't sleep, and it affects my overall health. Did you know that if you sleep less than five hours a night, you basically are operating as if you had a 0.1% alcohol level? Okay, I know these things as someone who needs sleep aids. We are fortunate enough to bring you Calm, the number one app to help you reduce your anxiety and stress and help you sleep better. More than 40 million people around the world have downloaded it. And if you head to calm.com slash dude, you'll get 25% off a premium Calm subscription, which includes 
guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, and focus, including a brand new meditation every day. Sleep stories, which are actually like really fun. They're bedtime stories for adults. So you'll have like someone like Stephen Fry or Leona Lewis read you like a magical bedtime story. And it sounds silly, but like- that sounds awesome. I'm pretty sure that like, I think Lindsay from Cow Chop uses them too and and has liked them as well. Not not that she's giving an endorsement, but yeah. How many Sonic the Hedgehog stories Uh, do they have? Or maybe you could do the first Sonic the Hedgehog story for Calm. But yeah, you can get like music and soothing tones and stuff and it's going to help you fall asleep, help you reduce stress. Uh, so right now, our listeners are getting 25% off a Calm premium subscription, as I mentioned, at calm.com slash dude soup. That's calm.com slash dude. Um, and you get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today. Calm.com slash dude. If you sign up, I might get to read a Sonic the Hedgehog story. So do that. that. I mean, it could happen. Wouldn't you like to go to sleep talking about me and my best friend Sonic the Hedgehog? We're not saying it won't happen. It could. And it's worth trying. In this crazy world we live in. Damn right. Yeah. I think that movie is going to be awesome enough and that it's it's going to make enough money for them to keep, to make another one. To make another one? Well, what are the, like, what are the costs? They got two big actors. (laughs) I mean, I mean, Sonic is probably the biggest cost. Yeah. An animation studio that you don't pay any money to. Entry level, I wouldn't say there's a tentpole movie, but like the writing and directing is pretty, like, not. They shot it in Vancouver. All yeah. right. So that's why I mean, that's why you're seeing like why it looks a little yeah. something sh- a scene shot in the middle of a road, a scene <laughs> shot in the middle of a field. Yeah. Like, Vancouver's known for. But they got it's in the post. Care Master, Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh, but they got him at a steal. There's no. He doesn't command what he used to. I mean, if he's if he's he probably doing, said if he's doing I'll '90s carry, he's asking for '90s carry money. Which is like two million a picture. You think? <laughs> wow. I don't I'm know. Referring man. to movies as pictures. Once again, also in this whole movie, he looks more invested in this movie than anyone else. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, the, the same way we should on Venom, but we're like Tom Hardy. At least he was seemed like he's fun, man. Well, he asked. He was like, he was like, what's the direction of this movie? Like, we don't know. He, he just was in Goo <laughs> Well, Monster. just remember, actors have no idea what movie they are making every time. <laughs> so if a movie turns out great, don't thank the actor because they had no idea. The odds of it being trash and fantastic were the same. So, kind of, yeah. so Ben Schwartz recording his VO, doing a, probably an amazing job. Jim Carrey coming in on set for however many days of shooting he was on there. He may have, there may have been some points where he was like, seems like a lot of human beings around this <laughs> set, and we've only been shooting in the middle of roads. Mm-hmm. But I still think maybe there's a chance that I'm still going to give it all 110 yeah, percent as I sit in a green booth well, for four hours. Having Tim screaming. Miller as EP on it is probably a confidence booster going in. You're like, this guy did Deadpool, you know? And, and <laughs> geez, the movie's going to be terrible. <laughs> Love Death and Robots and other blur. He did Deadpool approaches. and that Deadpool short. And good. he's working. He's making that other movie now. What's that new movie he's working on? Something of note. Here's the best thing Jim Carrey can do for this film. Remember the, the Andy Kaufman documentary they did? <laughs> they <laughs> griefed everyone on if, set. Yeah, if we can, if we have some oh, behind the man. scenes footage of him when he channeled Robotnik. That makes me yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Robotnik just came to me and said, "Step aside, Jim." Yeah, yeah. Robotnik's taking <laughs> yeah. over whatever his voices. You should watch that documentary. It proves Jim Carrey's a total asshole. Uh, he he was when he was channeling a total asshole. Uh, the That's best the best part is when kind of seems like an asshole. <laughs> the best part is when people actually knew Andy Kaufman are like Andy was never like this. That's oh, what really? bothered me most about that documentary was when he was shitting all over Jerry Lawler, and I'm like Jerry Lawler was like we were friends, we planned this shit together. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why are you shitting on me? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like because I'm slightly. I insane. hate you, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we love each <laughs> That's other. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, we we would have... go together behind stage and yeah. go, all right, you come out, you say you hate me. Yeah. You know how like Rooster Teeth has their documentary about Rooster Teeth? Is there going to be a Funhouse documentary about Funhouse? I mean, no, I think something interesting team. has to happen first. Yeah. Wait, Rooster Teeth made a documentary about themselves? Yeah, remember, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, they're like 30 year the anniversary or whatever. 15 year anniversary, right? 22. What's older, Rooster Teeth or Sonic? <laughs> about the same age. Sonic's 20, 29. Right? No, 2028. 20, I don't know. I just know he's legal. Yeah. 20, he's 2016 was 20th, 25th anniversary. And he's furry now. He's not pokey anymore. I here's, I guess, okay, last last thing we'll talk about this. It's not. We're not. Oh, we can keep talking about it. It's fine. Um, in the same vein, the Pokemon movie's coming out. Yeah. And everyone, everyone's saying it's good. Everyone says it's good. They look, Everyone seems stoked about it. And it's almost the exact same thing where it's this sort of creepy, uncanny valley, realistic Pokemon, but in the real world. But... Just enough where you go, oh, it does resemble, and it looks a lot like the characters. Well, they didn't change inherently any of the designs of the Pokemon. No, it's just hyper they realistic. They just were like, well, this is where fur would be, it's and also, then they put fur on there. It's not Pikachu. It's Detective Pikachu. It's a different character. But, I mean, there's other Pokemon in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like, you're in the world of Pokemon with a, a lead that is not the protagonist of the game. So if like, and the, what's the protagonist what of the mean? game? Nameless like Ash? trainer. Well, yeah, I know. But oh well, yeah, because they someone, had like the Pokemon cartoon, which was a Pikachu. Because mm-hmm. they didn't make a movie until they figured out a premise that made sense <laughs> for them to make a movie. Yes, they're like, oh, here's an interesting take on Pokemon, Are as opposed you... to us just making Pokemon the movie. Full disclosure to the audience: we were all invited to a free. Detective Pikachu screening. Oh, yeah, the day after it. I totally signed up. Out. Did you guys not sign up for it? I signed up. I didn't. I feel like I'll go man, earlier. Yeah, I'm not going to wait a day. Is it, Oh, there's not, is that not an early screening? I think it's on, no, I think no. it's on like a screening. Saturday. And it's Saturday, Saturday after the movie premiere. Oh, Remember shit. earlier when you said some people can't afford to go see a movie for a large. That's not you. I'm seeing it for free. <laughs> Are you going but to you the screening? You have to drive all the way to Mortar, man. That's a burden. That's tough. Gonna Joel's going to get me in a self-driving s- Tesla. Screaming to family, streaming families of Warner employees. That's true. Anything that's going to happen? I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we're owned by Warner. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> you shouldn't. Uh, they didn't forget that, that they own you. Yeah. Best time to go see movies is like 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. Fuck yeah. Burn yourself out for the 2 p.m. Morning. on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that movie It seem, seems to at least not be offending people. Whereas like Sonic, oh, they went, they're like, we changed the character design because it looks better. And everyone goes, just make it look like it's, Sonic. Why? Why did you have to make him an animal? I wish has changed a I lot. I wish they would. Some of some of these people would ask. His arms are different. A color. single animator, just ask oh. any animator a question when they're making <laughs> these characters because they're like, well, we should make them realistic. And an animator will go, well, realism and photorealism are two very different things. Mm-hmm. We could still keep his eyes big. In right. fact, it might make it easier for people to understand the emotions that this hideous monster is emoting. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, that's possible. And then cut back to the executive who just hears it all in the Korean language yeah. that is being spoken. That's true. <laughs> and then he goes, and he goes, hi. Yeah. And yeah. he walks away. Do you think at any point in the movie Sonic will meet a real hedgehog? Like a real life? Oh, maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah. That's a great sure. that's a great prediction. And the hedgehog will be running in a wheel. Yeah. Oh god. If I mean, if not, someone working on the movie just saw that right now and they're Doing reshoots and they're gonna add it yeah. in right away. We need is that there, scene. Is there a gay porn star named Ask Catchem? There is now. Cool. There should be. <laughs> Probably, yeah, right? He's I gonna know. look it up. That's fine. Ask Grabem. Adam. That's a good one, too. You had, went to a f- music festival this weekend that Lawrence has been to many times. And I've told you many times, stay out of my personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I for did. the audience at home, I asked him if he wanted to talk about it, and he said, Yeah, he, yeah, no, he for would. sure. But he makes the jokes on the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, wait, was ass ketchup? I mean, it's basically exactly what you think. It's like ass ketchup. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no. it's a butt. Yeah. I mean, it should be your butt catching him. Yeah, he should be someone who wants to get ass. Yeah, he's like a power bottom. Yes, the show, at least, was called Back to the Beach. I was invited by my lovely wife, Jess. She asked me, unironically, do you want to go to a Blink-182 show? Sure. And I went, what year is it? What's going on? And then she showed me the lineup, and it was every ska band that's ever existed in a Tony Hawk game in the last 20 years. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's a lot of ska bands. Yeah, so it's like, it's like say Ferris, real big fish. Is that uh, how it's usually been when you've been? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's funny because the, the whole night closed with Blink-182. They were the headliner. Yeah. And they even joked where they're like, there were a lot of ska bands here tonight, and that's not the kind of music we play. <laughs> anyway, here's Enema of the State because it's been 20 years. And I was like, that's actually like, we people joke about me being like, Adam knows a lot about Blink-182. It's like, I thought everyone listened to. So did I. Like I Especially like in high school when like American Pie was a thing. I didn't even really like them that much, but I owned Enema of the State. I thought everyone I had that like album. It yeah. came in the mail. Yeah. I, I went through that I went through that phase where I was like, um, Dude Ranch was a thing, and I was like, oh, they're cool. And then Enema came out, I was like, this is the best. And then it was right after that where I'm like, Blink-182 is lame. They're like a boy band. Boo, they're stupid. And then they just kept putting out albums, and then, I don't know. It's it come back around, though. But that was every single band that was popular in the 90s, I think. I like, think the late 90s, with like any, if you were popular... It didn't matter if you were a genuine musician or not. You still got put into this label because they think that was during the same phase of hyper-commercialization. Of, it was coming off of grunge, and it was like during this phase of hyper-commercialization where we were going like, oh, that embryo will be a great pop star in five years, and then you just like breed them into it. Like, yeah. So even if you were Blink-182, a band naturally formed, naturally learning to play music, playing their own music, but then being successful, you ultimately get grouped into this whole late '90s, early 2000s thing yeah. of well, you find a reason to hate them because you're like you're poppy punk, and you're like yeah. I mean, to me, that's just I mean, Green Day's I guess poppy punk too, whatever. It's it's punk that doesn't sound like complete trash. It's but it's it's also like it's about girls and surfing and uh, what's my age again? I I'm just, playing pranks. I just always thought it was funny. <laughs> the thing that even as like a kid, I listened to Blink 182. I go, where are these? 30-year-old men singing about my freshman year of high school. Like, <laughs> because that's what that. I was going through. I know, I know. Uh, how did they know that? Um, but for those who don't know, uh, Tom DeLonge has left the band a little while ago. They couldn't they couldn't <laughs> work things sad. out. Yeah. So now it's Matt Skiva from Alkaline Trio. Who oh. Actually, he's very good. Okay. I don't know if you guys are actually listening. Alkaline Trio is yeah. like, they're, yeah. they're the, uh, I guess like... The, the hot topic version of Blink 182. Is that better or worse? I don't, it's whatever you're into. Or maybe yeah, not even hot topic anymore. What's like a, a sad store that sells candles? Or Bed, like, Bath and Beyond? No, like 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 hot topic circa 96, 97, where Alkaline it was like. Alkaline Tree is not very edgy. What's that? Alkaline Tree is not super edgy. No, they're not edgy. They just always had sort of a, a darker, not like a, like a sadder, mm. more vibe to it. But like, I don't know. They're, their lyrics weren't as happy. It's that I stand guess. at the farmer's market with the lady with all the candles, except nobody's walking up to buy I think, one. I think it's like someone who likes Halloween in September. You, you wouldn't you know? see you wouldn't see like a that. Blink 182 screen printed shirt next to a mud vein screen printed shirt, but you sure. might see an alkaline trio. Maybe. It might possibly. be. Or at least yeah. there'd be fewer degrees. It'd maybe go alkaline yeah. trio, more like then like 20. perfect circle, and then it then Mud vein, yeah. but Blink One Eighty Two would need at least two different screen printed shirts between it and Mud vein. <laughs> Why Mud vein? <laughs> Always Mud. Everything comes back. To um, it was funny enough because the first concert I ever went to is actually with Jess. Uh, we went and saw Alkaline Trio in Aww. Vegas, like 
12 years ago or whatever Aww. it was. And so then it was funny that it's like, oh, Matt Skiba is now taking over for Tom. He did a great job. He wasn't trying to do a Tom DeLonge voice. Mm -hmm. They did all of Enema of the State, and it was like fans were happy. Everyone seemed happy about it. It was like, how, like, if you look at it now, too, Mark Hoppus is the only original member of the band, really, now. Because Jess was like, no, Travis is like, there was a drummer yeah. before Travis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now it's just Mark and... Because he was like uh, an even more generic white-looking dude before <laughs> Travis. And then Travis Lee's brought yeah. some like, he's like, oh, he's cool. He seems kind of different. Yeah, I think the excuse before they were like, he went back to college, but he had a drug problem. Yeah. So they were like, yeah. 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 That's what, right. What band were we talking about this morning? Was it Def Leppard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That had the drummer? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know about this. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, I've never been a Def Leppard fan. Yeah. I mean, you could tell because um, it just couldn't hit every other note. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever even seen them. Apostrophe, Omar. Apostrophe. What? <laughs> he, he, he showed us something on the screen. Is that a song? Yeah. Oh, I missed um, it. I don't know. Either way, it was a great show. I had a great time. The only, the only downside of the whole thing was, uh, it was on, they called it Back to the Beach. And so it was on the beach. And standing in your shoes on the beach isn't standing. fun. Standing? Sit down, man. Well, there were parts you could sit. I Dig sat, in yourself a little cave. I sat down for Goldfinger. <laughs> Oh, what? Oh. Goldfinger's great. I was tired. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you, you gotta pick it up, you gotta pick it up, pick it up. They, there was a lot of picking it up. <laughs> Hell yeah. The best part, though, was the the top top bands Trumpets. I can remember. There was, uh, like, Aquabats were there, too, but it's like, they they thanked Street Travis. Streetlight Manifesto, I'm guessing? I think they were there, too, uh, yes. I'm in a... I'm not sure. Same roundup, always. But you I'm know Travis got to start in the Aquabats. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm gonna put something in my stand-up routine about a ska band that does... Uh, Picks up trash on the weekends. Oh gosh! Pick it up. Pick it up. The joke writes itself. Anyway, because they don't have any other work. I bet it was real stinky at that show. It smelled terrible, Elise. I feel like listening to ska at the beach is the best place to listen to ska. Got it. If you if you were in Ohio and you were listening to ska or at a ska concert, I think that'd be sad. But I think you being at a beach listening to ska. Is okay. It did make sense, and it did smell at least. It smelled really, pretty bad. It smelled there. terrible. If only there were a way that people would smell less in public. Well, it's impossible because every single band has one <laughs> extra guy who dances. I know no, they're trying to segue into an ad read. <laughs> I bet the guy when he dances a lot gets pretty stanky. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably wishes that he purchased some fragrances from Fleur. Correct. Is that a band that came out in the 90s that we should Something talk about right be. now? No. Oh. Uh, Fleur makes great smelling non-toxic perfumes, and under uh, unlike other fragrance companies, they're transparent, and they tell you every ingredient of their perfumes and why it's there. Uh, it's a scent made with clean ingredients, okay? And we have some here today. Hepcat. Actually, Bruce really liked Hepcat. He yeah. described it as the cologne your cool uncle would put on before peeling out on his motorcycle into the sunset. Bruce said that. He did. Okay, and I it, I, I mean, sm take a whiff of that, because that smells like Bruce's uncle, um, for his cool uncle, mind you. That's uh, not bad. I didn't smell that. This one's nice. Yeah, like, that not is. tested on I animals. some leather in there. Okay. I like that one a lot. That one is, uh... It smells like a good version of, uh, Macy's. I can't pronounce this. It's, it's like... Almstead and Va. It's like a Dark Souls boss. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that you one's You defeat like, Olmstead and then Va... Fox Vox Rise. comes out or yeah. whatever, yeah. It's hard. But, nah. yeah. It's awfully floral for a Dark Souls boss. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, I like that one they're a both, lot. They're both nice, um, though. They're not, yeah, I uh, think they're all pretty subdued. Like, I'm not I'm not one for, like, powerful scents. Uh -huh. But, uh, so, yeah, Fleur has a deal for us right now where you can go to Fleur.com slash Dude Soup 
and uh, get a curated sample set and 20% off your, your first custom sample set. Um, dude soup or fleur.com slash dude soup and you get to choose three at 20% off three little samples and like they come in these really nice kind of like ceramic uh, not not the, these are larger sizes but the samples come in these little ceramic like these, dispensers I like these magnetic tops yeah it's like it's, it's like, really, like it's like closing a laptop there's something about just having yeah. nice looking things in your bathroom like too they're that. not mm -hmm. ostentatious which is like fresh and, and nice so yeah you can check out some sense of at Fleur. Adam really liked gray. Aww. <laughs> Are you guys proposing? <laughs> Adam really liked moment. Graylock. I did if like. If Graylock. you're looking for some recommendations, yes. Um, but yeah, thank you to Fleur. And uh, I guess that's the show for this week. Wow. Is there anything else you guys want to? What do you think you of know? Michael B. Jordan? <sighs> Graylock. Uh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. I thought I was supposed to see him somewhere. No, no, no celebrity sightings this week for me. Sorry. He might be at the uh, Detective Pikachu premiere. Most likely, no. That's what Omar's going yeah. to. Yeah. Shit, yeah, it is. It's just a day after it comes out. That's. I I assumed um someone from Endgame was in our theater because everyone fucking clapped for him. Does that no, bother just you? Do that. People no. just do that at movies now. They don't understand that it's a one-way <laughs> service. That the people who made the movie aren't there when you're clapping for it. I mean, you, I'm, you're clapping for you, the people around you. You can be excited. You're allowed to like stuff. I'm not going to get mad at you. But when it's like, yeah, he used the hammer. Okay, it's not. It was a cool moment. It was very cool. You know what I did? I smiled. I went, <laughs> nice. <laughs> But inside, inside, I was going like this. I didn't stand up in my chair and point and go, yeah! Why wouldn't you? Who are you afraid of, Adam? Nobody. The, I, come on. This is a, an Endgame spoiler. Uh-oh. Um, oh, so oh. tune out right now I mean, if you haven't it seen twice. it. Our oh, podcast is ending anyway. Okay. But uh, when all the women, like at the end, they all team up and they start protecting Captain America or Captain Marvel or whatever. Spider-Man. The guy... Oh, it was Spider-Man, yeah. But sort of. The, no, it was Captain it, Marvel. Well, it, I think it was like... It's Captain Marvel. He yeah. gave the glove to Marvel. Yeah, and then she... Spoilers. Went. Sorry um, The guy behind me who had been commentating the entire movie went mm -hmm. like, Oh, the girls! <laughs> like, he just could not... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had my arms crossed. I said, that's not my Gamora. Yeah. It I mean, literally isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what Volume 3 is going to be about. They really set everything up. Did yep. they? No, I, I Thor's assume captain of the ship. Gamora's as got guardians loss. of the galaxy. Yeah, I, I assume they're doing. Um, they did what um, Futurama did because when Futurama ended, it was basically Fry and Leela get together, right? You're like, oh, cool. And then they're like, oh, we have another season. Well, them being together is not very funny. Yeah. So we need to break them up somehow. So that was sort of the. I thought that was the Gamora trick where they're like, because mm -hmm. now he's like, baby, I got you back, and just no. Yeah. Back, man, get away. So now it's like. Duh, I don't have a girlfriend. Like that's probably a better Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, now. yeah. it's like when Michelle uh, fell off her horse on Full House exactly. and got amnesia, and then right there. she like went to Bob Saget and was like, "You're not my dad." That's the last episode of Full House. Yeah, is two it? part. Yeah, it's a two part episode. Final episode. Yeah. Wow, man, that was that one, and then uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas getting that having that thyroid infection or whatever. <laughs> Boy, where uh, we really just didn't leave the '90s, did we? We didn't. Why would yeah, Captain Marvel didn't do it? <laughs> Oh, yes, she did. She got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go see Chromio at the Hollywood Bowl because I live in 2019. Oh, yeah. I was looking at that. Yeah, all the tickets. I saw, I saw them. Fuck. I, had a, I, did, I saw them do a live show once. They're, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. They like, you know, that, that's, you know, the things you see when you listen to them play? That's, that's what they what are they on do, stage. Yeah. yeah, it's like a glass keyboard and tight leather pants and a lot of like just body hair. Did they do the thing where uh, Dave One gets like a chromed 
fully reflective guitar and they shine a spotlight on it. So when he's playing, it's like shooting this light beam all around. I saw it outside in the sun. It was just, oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Everything hurt. They, <laughs> they were starting fires on the <laughs> festival grounds because the reflecting <laughs> my, <laughs> magnifying glass. At some point. <laughs> who likes fire and dust? <laughs> Got smooth jazz. Um, but yeah, I, at some point in my life, I do want to try to sing with a talk box. You ever see that? You could do it. I know, I just gotta get one, but it's like, you ever say that they have a tube in their mouth? Like, it's just like, it looks like the most uncomfortable thing. They're drooling. <laughs> there was a bit in Bob's Burgers where like a dentist was using that while he was operating on somebody. <laughs> he was like robo speaking to them and they couldn't speak back. I, just, uh, I think the first time I ever saw someone use it, my brother sent me a clip of Stevie Wonder using it back in the day. And it was a blind guy with a tube. <laughs> <laughs> they told him it was a trumpet. <laughs> just blow as hard as you want, Steve. I just think it's such great technology that's existed for 50 years it's so cool anyway thanks for watching the office tour videos coming to the channel this weekend really finally yeah no promises man anyway stick around for the post show we'll see you there bye